Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that never dresses up for work. This is well, fairly true. Well, one of us doesn't. <laughs> My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here in a t-shirt, sitting over there in decidedly not a t-shirt. <laughs> Somebody didn't get the memo that we never dress up around here. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. I just love that, like, the standard is set so low for me that I can literally walk in in jeans and a blouse. And Tepper's like, he literally walks in and goes, why are you dressed up? Do we have something important to do today? Did I forget something? That's my immediate thought. (laughs) He was like, Like, what's wrong? What did I forget? Is the chairman of our company coming? Which I'm really upset that I didn't, like, play that off better. Like, I should have been like, did you not prepare for the presentation? <laughs> it's a missed opportunity there. We, uh, have big, we have a big call. Like, where's well, you know, we've got an investor coming, coming on. Like We're no. not going to close the deal if you're in yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, if I'm hearing a graphic T-shirt and <laughs> Adam specifically and, said not to wear graphic tees today. <laughs> and Adidas. Uh, yeah, although I was going to be fair, I was going to wear Adidas uh, either way. Well, yeah. Today is Wednesday, <laughs> September sixteenth, twenty twenty. Seventy-one days till Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand thirty. One thousand thirty. This is the number of home runs per nine innings allowed by Roger Pavlik in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's program, friends, we um, are going to have an outstanding interview with um, Johnny Rowland. Johnny Rowland, of course, is the um, is the the university. I should say. Uh, he's a, a uh, the, the pride of Corpus Christi. He was on that Corpus Christi Miller team back in uh, the 1960s, early 1960s. That um, the 19, I think it was 1960 Miller. That was the first um, integrated school to win a UIL state championship. Uh, he then went on to a Hall of Fame career at the University of Missouri, MIC, and then uh, he was also a Super Bowl champion there after a long career in the NFL. Uh, we talked with him as part of our uh, partnership with the Texas Bowl as part of their Gridiron Legends uh, program. Or, uh, uh, program. It's very, very cool. So we talk, I got the opportunity to talk with Johnny Rowland coming up here in just a moment. In the back half of the show, it's recruiting day. We talked with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete Cruton. about all things Cruton across the state of Texas. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was uh, Stephen Cassie, Alan Shepard, Rob Hathaway, and Sean Commons. Also going to give just a quick, like, 
honorable mention to Meese because he he was fifth, but he's in Missouri, and we shout out people sure. who are in other Remember, states. Remember, if you're so. it, we haven't mentioned that in a while. If you're in a different state, let us know in the comments, and we will shout you out. And so. Aaron Flynn's in line for Taco Bell, so there's another just interesting not, fact on not your Not interesting. <laughs> no. No. No, that's not how that works. I'm sorry, Aaron. You're a great guy, and I love you, but that's not... Oh, no. No, don't tell me what fast food line you're in. Um, by the way, just a uh, shout-out to my son. Shout-out oh, to my hey, son, Hank. The goat tepper. Who decided uh, that... Uh, 3.45 was just a cool time to wake up for no reason. Oh, why not? So I went up there and hung up, hung out with him for a while and then went back to bed. And, you know, it, it was cool after that. It was only about a 20, 25-minute excursion uh, mm -hmm. to his room to get him back to go to sleep. Need a new diaper, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. Uh, guess who didn't fall back asleep? Oh, probably you. <laughs> Is that why you were like, Powers, are we doing this thing at 10 or 10.30 today? <laughs> yeah. Some of my friends got text messages at like 5.15 this morning. They're like, what are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, at the end of the show, we will announce who won the trivia question from our pre-show. But that's the thing we're going to do. If you're on the, if you're listening on the podcast or you're just now joining us, make sure you tune into the pre-show. We're going to be giving away some of these Texas Football Today coasters. Yeah, I got these made, so we'll uh, we'll send them to you because I mean, I don't need all these. I need most of them, but not all of them. So we'll send you uh, a few. Uh, I think we have a winner, but we'll announce at the end we of the do. show. We do. Can we also do? A, can we can we program switch here and go with uh, this week in Cruden first? We sure can. Thank you. Um, earlier today, we caught up with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete to talk all things recruiting in the state of Texas. Big week of recruiting per usual. Here's our conversation with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Recruiting. It's this, this Week in Recruiting, rather, with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, presented by our friends at Chicken Express. Check out all of the great recruiting work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, it's good to see you as always. Uh, how are you? How are you? How are you? Everything's going great, man. How are you? Are you enjoying the 2020 season so far? And more importantly, are you ready for a full week schedule of games when the 5A and 6A schools start to kick off? There's some good scrimmages this week. <laughs> There are some good scrimmages this week. Is that's where we are in 2020? Is and we're going into week four? We're getting into week four, and it's like there go some good scrimmages this week. That's uh, that's that's an appropriate curve to grade on, I think. Uh, okay, let's start with the uh, the usual signposts. This week in recruiting, you can read it on TexasFootball.com. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Let's go to a. I guess they're kind of a surprise. In center, this is a team that we had high, had high hopes for, but maybe not to this level. Uh, but they are off to a fantastic start, thanks in large part to their uh, star 2021 running back, Kia Madre Horace. And it's okay if you have trouble with his first name. You can just call him Red. Because he uh, was yep. nicknamed for Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week this week after an unbelievable game in their win over Gladewater. Um, I know he's starting to pick up a little bit of steam, but uh, this is a perfect example, I think, of a guy who maybe has benefited from there not being big schools in play. So we're focusing more on the small schools and giving guys like Red Horace at center a chance to shine. And I'm hopeful that I can talk long enough to get to the good highlights of Red's game from this <laughs> week because it was back-ended right here as we're getting ready to start. You know, I think he put his highlights from the beginning to the end of the game. But he had a lot of big touchdown runs here towards the end of this tape. But you can see here 
on the very first run. And this is actually his highlights from the Gladewater game where he scored those five touchdowns of what he's bringing to the table. And the first thing that jumps out to me is the size. You know, every time you see that number 32 on the running back back, you, you can get a little bit excited when they're moving around like Red is uh, in this week's game. But he's a guy who has some pretty decent offers. You know, when you look at that offer list right now, you see schools on it, um, you know, North Texas, Texas State, Fresno State, Texas Southern. You know, that's a good handful of offers to have. Any prospect in Texas high school football is looking uh, to be able to move on and play at the next level. Uh, but I think just watching his tape from this week, he's a guy that more schools are going to take a look at. He has the size. Um, he's very uh, elusive in the open field for a guy who – at 5'10", 200, he even looks bigger than that. You know, he's got long, powerful arms, thick trunk, um, and he can move really well in the open field to make defenders miss. Uh, so I think this is a guy, as this season progresses, that more and more schools are going to take a look at. And then on the flip side of that, North Texas, UTSA, Texas State, Fresno State, those schools are probably going to try to push for him uh, to make a commitment possibly before some of the maybe bigger dogs jump in the picture. Well, and and one thing I'll I've noticed just watching these highlights is an arm tackle ain't gonna do it. I mean, this guy has run through probably forty arm tackles so far in this uh, in just in this highlight alone. Uh, the toughness that you see him running with uh, is very impressive. And again, you're talking about a guy at Center High School. Uh, Center High School is not exactly known for a, being a blue chip factory, uh, but suddenly I think that. But he isn't a part of the state and playing teams like Gladewater that have put out big prospects in the past, and that may be an advantage for him in the sense that there he's gonna he's gonna have eyes on him and being out there kind of in that East Texas part of the world, there's always going to be some interest in running backs from out there. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's like one of the hidden gems in the state of Texas out in East Texas. And we got to the good highlights here. You saw people slipping <laughs> off of him like he vaseline his jersey up before the game. That's the way he ran in this game. So it was a very impressive performance uh, for Red Horace. I'm just going to go with Red. Let's now move to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going to, so there's two team, there are two schools with the same name. One is in El Paso, it's Del Valle. This is the one in Austin. This is Del Valle. Uh, and this is their running back, Tavier, uh, Tavier Dunlap. He has committed this week, heading to Michigan. Uh, over offers from all over, including places like Notre Dame, TCU, Texas Tech, etc. Um this is the guy who's the number eight running back in our Hot 100, uh, the number 62 overall prospect in our 2021 uh, prospect rankings. Uh, and and the thing for him, I think he kind of looks like a Michigan running back, kind of looks like a Big Ten running back. He's got that frame. I agree 100%. And, and Michigan is a place where you want to probably go play running back that he's probably going to get plenty of touches. And, and you're talking about a guy here in Dunlap who is going to eclipse the 3,000-yard mark this year. He went for 1341 and 1449 the last two years, scored 37 touchdowns in that span, and he and he proved a little bit as a pass catcher. You know, he got his hands on 20 footballs in the receiving game, and that's very important now as you're looking at guys who are transitioning to the next level. If you want to stay on the field for all three downs, you're looking for a guy who can also catch the football. But he's a big frame guy. He has um, the ability uh, with good speed at the top end. He's a track kid in high school at 220 pounds, so – He's probably definitely passing the eyeball test whenever he uh, pops up on the track, for sure. You know, everybody's going to notice him. Uh, but he's one of those north and south guys who can, when he hits the hole, take it the distance. And I think that that's what Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines are going to love. There's no wasted movement, no wasted steps. 
uh, the Dunlap game, and he's right there in that mix from 50 to 75 where he's in the four-star discussion. You know, he's one of these guys who you can't overlook. We're talking recruiting with Greg Powers of Nexel Athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. All right, let's get to our underclassmen of the week. And it's underclassmen plural because there's a big uh, piece up on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, we have uh, named 10 players from the class of 2023. So those are kids who are about to play their sophomore season. Or in some instances, for the smaller schools, are playing their sophomore season. Uh, and we've play, uh, given them four-star status and placed them on the five-star watch list. Now, a few of these I feel like we've talked about before. I know we've talked about Ruben Owens down in El Campo. I know we've talked about, uh, I think, Jaden Greathouse at Austin-Westlake, uh, even Jontae Cook the second at DeSoto. Uh, other guys on this list that, that definitely jump off the page to me, though, uh, Denton Ryan's uh, Anthony Hill, the linebacker there, um, a guy who, look, I mean, you talk about a program that's used to putting out big-time prospects. Um, you know, Anthony Hill is 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 a, a, a tree amongst the forest up there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Anthony Hill is one of these guys. We I sent his highlights in purposely because he played JV last year predominantly. He did move up to the varsity team to get some varsity snaps, and he's moved those clips to the front of his highlight reel. But it's that JV, JV tape that's really super impressive because he's absolutely killing kids on the tape. And on this list of 10 guys, Anthony Hill at uh, Denton Ryan and Anthony James at Wiley East are two guys who I'm really looking forward to seeing play varsity football this year. Neither one of those guys played really on the varsity team last year. So they've racked up tons of offers and got a lot of attention, even though they haven't really taken any varsity reps. So I would say in the class of 2023, these may be the two most anticipated players to see on the field, and they both are defensive players who can take over a game. So I think that's very exciting. And if you're a Texas high school football fan, those are two names that you should look out for. And, you know, we're, we're not ashamed to make a plug when we do good work, right? We did some great work here with this underclass group. All of these guys, except for one, were named to the top 25 list in last December's DCTF Rising. So if you're a fan of Dave Campbell's Texas football, next level athlete, you've been reading this stuff over the last few months, um, then you should be aware of some of these names because you've read about them in our magazine, and now they have offers. Every single one of these guys has offers, and it's starting to blow up. So if you're a, a, a college coach or a big fan of Texas high school football, and you want to know about these guys before they become big stars, then here in December, pick up that DCTF Rising magazine, and we'll tell you all about them. The freshmen in the class of 2024, hopefully we can get on the same page with them as we did these 2023 guys. Yeah, see, we're not just blowing smoke. Yeah. kind of know what we're talking about. There you go. That's how you sell something. You Powers go. gets it. Yeah. You, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, we need some work. I don't know. Just buy something from us. It seems good. I worked hard on it. <laughs> good um, job, Powers. Finally, let's round it all out with the um, uh, with our, our, our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week, it's the saga of Converse Judson guard Cameron Smith. So Cameron Smith is a 6'3", 300-pound uh, guard. Go ahead. Is Cameron? Cameron Scott. Cameron Scott. Cameron Scott. I'm sorry. Cameron Scott. Thank you. Cameron Scott is the is the 6'3", 300-pound guard from Converse Judson. Uh, he's a three-star guy, a guy that I know you really liked when you saw him at the uh, Next Level Athlete uh, Texas Top 100 Showcase in Houston uh, way back in the before times. A um, lot to like about this kid. Uh, he committed to UTSA back in April. 
Then in June, he decommitted from UTSA, and now he's committed this time to UTSA. So Jeff Trailer <laughs> reeled him back in, I guess. Definitely. And, you know, he is the type of guy, when Jeff Trailer took the podium and gave his speech when he took the head coaching job at UTSA, he said, I want to make recruiting San Antonio a priority. I want to keep these big-time guys at home. Well, Cameron Scott is the definition of that. He's a guy who could have played at other places. Um, he committed to UTSA, and he got, you know, quite frankly, started to blow up a little bit, wanted to look at other options. And you can kind of see why right here on his next-level athlete highlight tape. Um, he's going against a couple of other D1 guys or other D1 guys in these, in this, in these clips, and you can see – um, what kind of separates some of the top-tier prospects from the rest of the field, right? He's a guy who jumps out. When you put a collection of top guys together, he still looks like one of the top guys there. Um, plays tackle for Converse Judson, but I really like his projection as an interior offensive lineman. Uh, as he projects to UTSA, we all know how Jeff Trailer likes to get the running back involved in his offense, so he's going to have a lot of opportunities there to clear some lanes uh, and do some damage in the run game. Uh, but his experience at tackle and nimbleness on his feet for such a big man is going to help him also be nimble enough and athletic enough uh, to take on some good pass rushers in college and set a pocket for his quarterback to buy him some time to complete passes. Jeff Trailer and UTSA are doing an excellent job on the recruiting trail, and they went back to win this fight with Cameron Scott and got him and earned a commitment back to the commitment list. And that's hard to do. There's not too often or not too many examples of guys who decommit from a school and then wind up back on that same commitment list. So uh, hats off to Jeff Trailer and his staff there uh, to earn this well-earned, hard-earned commitment from Cameron Scott, who plays for one of the top programs in the San Antonio area. He's a guy to keep an eye on as 6A and 5A teams start firing up across the state. Uh, and, of course, we're going to keep an eye on all of them at TexasFootball.com and especially at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Follow his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, Powers, appreciate your time. And uh, I have it in my, uh, in my Google calendar that we're going to do this again next week. Let's do it again next week, and I'll see you all then. There he is, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. See his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. That's an order. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. You want to talk about what's going on at AT&T Stadium in Arlington? Let's do it. So, Friday, September 25th, that is a week from Friday, celebrate 100 years of UIL Texas high school football with a big old stinking kickoff event at AT&T Stadium in Arlington as the uh, as a doubleheader going on there. 4 p.m. Arlington Martin against Denton Ryan and 8 p.m. Longview versus Temple. And you can get your tickets now at SeatGeek.com. That's SeatGeek.com. There's also a link at TexasFootball.com. You have to get a ticket online before the event. Mm -hmm. The ticket is good for both games, but you have to get a ticket online before the game. Ticket bo uh, box office will not be open. There no is lines. no walk-ups. You cannot do that. If you don't have a ticket online before you get there, you're not getting in the building. Can't stress that enough. 
Come celebrate 100 years of UIL Texas High School football at AT&T Stadium in Arlington September 25th as Arlington Martin takes on Denton Ryan at 4 p.m. and Longview takes on Temple at 8 p.m. Of course, the games will be broadcast on Fox Sports Southwest as part of Texas Football Days. That's SeatGeek.com. There's also a link at TexasFootball.com. The other day, I had a great pl- privilege of talking with a uh, a member of the College Football Hall of Fame and a uh, proud native of Corpus Christi, uh, the great Johnny Rowland, um, as part of our partnership with the Texas Bowl and their Gridiron Legends uh, program. Had a great conversation with Mr. Rowland. Here's my conversation with Corpus Christi Miller legend and Mizzou grad, I should say. Oh, my. Thank you. Johnny Rowland here on Texas <laughs> Football today. <laughs> The Texas Bowl is a proud partner of the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award and the Gridiron Legends Program. The Gridiron Legends Program honors individuals who have made a significant contribution to the game of football uh, in the state of Texas, either at the high school, collegiate, or professional level. And we have the great pleasure to talk to one of those Gridiron Legends. We are joined by the great Johnny Roland. Mr. Roland, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time and, and joining us. Uh, you were, I want to go, I want to go back, uh, not to date you a little bit, but I want to go back <laughs> to, uh, to you leading uh, Corpus Christi Miller to, to a state championship. You know, the UIL is celebrating 100 years of high school football, and, and that Miller team has a very special place um, in Texas high school football history as the first non-segregated team to win uh, a high school football state championship in the UIL. When you think back on your on, on playing there for Corpus Christi Miller and specifically for that state championship uh, team, what memories spring to mind? <laughs> now, you know that's 60 years ago, right? <laughs> I, I told you, I'm not trying to date you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we, we had a, a bunch of guys uh, that uh, just loved each other, wanted to play for each other, wanted to help each other up. I mean, you're talking about uh, a great team with uh, great teammates. I mean, there was no envy or jealousy or anything. It just said when Coach Regas lined us up to, to go play ball, that we wanted to have fun. And he also wanted to, you know, to play well. And hopefully in doing either one of those two, that we would come out victorious. Uh, you have you have since been able to uh, you know after that you you went on to a terrific career at the at the University of Missouri which is also my alma mater so I'm a little bit no par- kidding is I'm, that right I'm a little partial to this conversation yes sir yeah so you're a tiger huh I I am I am and uh and so uh, obviously uh you had an unbelievable career there you're a member of the of the College Football Hall of Fame uh but but we all you know we hear that football in the state of Texas is uh, is the best we hear about high school football being being there. Did you feel like playing high school football in the state of Texas helped prepare you for for what was ended up being a, a terrific college and pro career? Uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we had you know obviously you got to have a good team. You know you got to have a good coaching, and uh, you got to do everything generally, hopefully uh, right on. But uh, we had. Um, as I said, we had a, a, a bunch of guys that uh, uh, we didn't care, you know, what you what you did, what was your reputation, and none of that. We were just going to go go out and play sixty minutes of uh, our kind of football. You were a a member of of a team you mentioned sixty years ago that that won a state championship. Uh, obviously, football has changed quite a bit since then. Um, how closely do you keep up with with high school football and college football these days? 
not much in high school. Well, this year or the last two years, I've had to because my grandson is a player uh, at a high school here in in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just gotten a, a scholarship to uh, Benedictine College in uh, Atchison, Kansas. So I went to see him a couple, three times. Um, it, uh, it's, uh, football here is okay. I mean, it's not to the level of uh, Texas football, uh, only because you, you guys got great weather all the time, and so we have inclement weather sometimes here, and, and uh, you know, that uh, is a factor. But football is football. You know, wherever you are, you go line 12 guys up against each other, and you go try to knock the snot out of, it, out of each other. Uh, you went on to a to a terrific coaching career uh, as well, whether it was the NFL or at, or Notre Dame or, or a variety of of different places. Um, I can I couldn't keep a job. <laughs> that's that's uh, one. Or, that's one or, or I was with lousy teams that we didn't win. Uh, although one of those one of those lousy yeah, teams, true, you, true, you yeah. mentioned you you do have a you do have a Super Bowl ring. I I, I have to ask anytime we talk with somebody who has a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Where is the it Super is, Bowl ring right now? It's in my safe deposit box. <laughs> you don't you don't bring that out at parties to uh, to just uh, make sure you uh, you let people know. No, no, no. I mean, and I probably should because it's a it's such a great ring, uh, and uh, we put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears uh, for a couple of years before we really got it right. Uh, there in Chicago, I went there in D- Dick's second year. Mm-hmm. He, he came up on board in '82. Um, they played the '83 season, I believe. In '84 season, we started to get the, the t- program turned around, and of course, in '85, it all clicked. Uh, what do you think uh, is the biggest difference between football when you played it? Uh, and, and maybe football today when you watch it. I know there's there's a lot of differences, but for you, what 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 is the biggest difference? Well, the evolution, I guess. Uh, the you know the guys are bigger, stronger, faster, better weight program, uh, better nutrition. Uh, everything is better and is geared towards the player. And of course, the the, the guys are getting really top top notch top notch coaching. And uh, and you know they got. Um, we ran the wing tee, mm-hmm. so that kind of limits you in terms of what you're going to do offensively other than just trying to knock the snot out of the guy across from you. Although. Uh, you know, although... They, they, they throw in the football a lot. Uh, we didn't throw the ball a lot. We, we threw 10 passes a game. Probably five of them were going to be um, play action. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, high school teams that put running. Well, they had the veer, and then, then all of a sudden you had the uh, – the run and shoot, and now you got the, whatever they want to call it. Uh, so the 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 the, the athlete is, is smarter uh, to be able to absorb the systems, and then of course to be able to execute the systems with uh, uh, good uh, with good technique. Uh, Mr. Roland, you were uh, the gentleman, as we mentioned, you were on the first non-segregated team to win a Texas high school football uh, state yes. championship at Miller um, in 1965 when you were the captain at the University of Missouri. You were the first African-American to serve as a captain uh, on, on any uh, any University of Missouri uh, athletic team. Uh, I think you're a trailblazer. Do you think you're a trailblazer? <laughs> I think I'm a trailblazer because it had never done, been done before. You know, Miller had uh, they had gone to uh, uh, the, the the highest they had um, probably participated would have been uh, a playoff game uh, in '58. 
But in 60, when we put it all together, you know, there was the uh, early days of desegregation. And obviously, uh, our head coach, Pete Regis, was a, he was the right man for the job at that time. And um, some of those teams, I mean, that particular team, we had all grown up together. And, of course, at that time, uh, it was neighborhood schools. And so we were, when we got out of school, everybody went to the park. Or if it wasn't to the park, it was some kind of ball yard. And uh, we just interacted off of each other. And so we, in Corpus, in, high, in junior high, we won the city championship the year before. And uh, I guess it would have been 58 or 59. No, it would have been 57, I guess, 57, 58. And uh, then I, I would go to Miller. And the same guys that I grew up with in the same neighborhood and same churches and whatever, we all went to Miller. So Coach Regas had a ready-made football team. All he had to do was just, you know, refine our techniques and just get us coached up and motivate us and then and sick them. Let's go play. Um, and finally, you know, uh, Mr. Rowland, you are involved. Let, 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 let me add another point to yes, it. And I'm, I'm talking about Coach Regas now, is that what uh, our story – in my mind, is a better story than Remember the Titans. And, 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 and I say that because we were bringing three races together as opposed to two races. It's a, it, it truly is a remarkable story there at, at, at Miller. You know, I, I, I do want to ask you, we're, we're talking to you thanks to our friends at the Texas Bowl. You're involved with their Gridiron Legends program. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, about, about what it means to you to be involved with that program, to stay connected uh, through, to high school football through that program and, and some of the work that, that they do throughout the, in the community uh, throughout the year? Well, I really enjoy it because I get a chance to come back there a couple times a year. Uh, we have our golf tournament coming up in October. If if the plague is, you know, if subsided a little bit, I guess. Uh, they they do a hell of a job in the community there to, uh, uh, to uh, give back to the community. And so they bring us back. And so it just, it's really is a, is a top, top-notch program, what they do and how they get it done. And you get a chance to see some of your your old friends that you haven't seen for probably a year or two. Uh, and some come back and some don't, obviously. But uh, it, uh, it really is uh, uh, with the Pelton uh, uh, Foundation. They, they do wonderful work. And uh, and then, of course, throughout the uh, the Houston area. I mean, they pick, a, they pick out a, um, I guess, called subject, so, so to speak, that they want to, you know, devote their time to, whether or not it's, a kids program or building, uh, you know, um, um, swings or whatever. And, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's dynamite. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Again, uh, they have the golf tournament where you see guys that you haven't seen in a while. And of course, when you come back for the Texas bowl, you, you see the new class that's coming in and then you get a chance to uh, renew old friendships with guys that you haven't seen for a while. I won't say a year, but it, sometimes it'd be two years or three years that you hadn't seen them. And we all try to keep in touch with each other. It's a great program, the, the Gridiron Legends program from our friends at the, at the Texas Bowl. And finally, um, as a point of personal privilege, uh, I don't get to talk to Missouri Tigers very often these days, especially <laughs> Missouri Tiger Legends. You play, yeah. you, you play for the great Dan Devine there in, in, yes. the, in the Big Eight. Uh, you know, right. unbelievable run there in, in, in the 60s. Um, you know, new coach there at Mizzou now. Uh, in Coach yeah, Drinkwitz. I don't know the man. 
How do, I've never met him. How are we? Feel, how are we feeling about our Tigers? How are we going to get them back to the top? Well, you know, we got to get good football players and then coach them up, and uh, and uh, you know, you, you got to come prepared to play every every uh, Saturday uh, because you got top notch competition. Uh, guess who? Guess who we open with now? Right with the, uh, oh, the, the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we're, all all the zoo has to do Alabama, is Alabama, <laughs> and we don't get any rest because the next week we got LSU. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, hope, I hope we can still keep healthy guys going through that process. <laughs> yeah, the SEC played a mean trick on Mizzou. I will say that <laughs> uh, he is Johnny Rowland. He is a college football Hall of Famer uh, from the University of Missouri, and of course, uh, the pride of Corpus Christi Miller Buccaneers. Uh, brought to us from our friends at at the Texas Bowl, uh, Mr. Rowland. We really appreciate your time. All the best to you going forward, and uh, take care. Thank you, and uh, really appreciated the phone call and. Too bad we couldn't make it work uh, via via the Zoom, but it was good talking to you. There he is, Johnny Rowland, uh, college football Hall of Famer. Not often I get to, and not often I get to. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> here we go with a Mizzou legend, a guy who's on their like uh, Ring of Honor thing around the around there. Johnny Rowland's a a, a a legend up there at Mizzou. Played for Dan Devine. Good talking to him. And then after, by the way, this is because I'm just incapable of holding back a secret. Um, we also, we, we then, we got, the, we got off the, we stopped recording and then I said, oh, you know, yeah, I, I met my wife up there at Mizzou and stuff. She's from St. Louis and she's like, oh, I, you know, I live in St. Louis. And it turns out like Johnny Rowland apparently lives like, and St. Louis isn't a huge town. It's very like parochial, but yeah. like uh, it, it, they probably like 10 minutes from my in-laws. Like he's just like right down the street, That's from my house, which is just like awesome. We went we went on a trip to St. Louis one time. Um, oh, here, do you want to? Oh, it's time for final thoughts. <laughs> second second favorite segment, you know. Um, we went to, on a trip and stopped in St. Louis at one point. We went to the Six Flags there, which was cool. But we went. Oh, to... Six Man Six Flags Great America or whatever. Yeah, if it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've actually. driven I've driven by that Six Flags a lot. That's your roller coaster girl. Yeah, that was on our that was on our bit. We went on like a three thousand mile trip to go to different parks, but that was on mm-hmm. that one, and it had one of like the best like old school wooden coasters I've ever had. I don't remember what the name of it was, but the point of that was we ate at a is it Pappy's Barbecue down there? Sure, very good. I can't, I can't. I, oh, I the great. From we what saw I it on Man America's versus out. Food, so oh, okay. we went there, and it was really they had really good sweet potato fries. Okay. I remember that young Ashley really liked right. the sweet potato fries. Okay. Anyway, there's other final thoughts. They, um, I could go on and on about St. Louis. I have mostly good things to say about mm-hmm. St. Louis. We went up in the I the arch. There. Yeah, everybody does that. Apparently, that's like apparently that is their. It makes sense. That is like their Alamo. Oh, absolutely. Where it's like everyone makes their fifth grade trip to uh to the arch yeah. versus you know the, so. Uh, anyway, this has been St. Louis talk. Uh, we do have an announcement. We that sure do. We have a winner for if you are here for the pre-show. We announced that we gave away, we put a, out a trivia question uh, for some of these coasters, uh, and uh, the trivia question was, "What UIL Texas high school football team uh, is the all-time leader in district championships?" The answer, with twenty-seven district championships and counting, Randy Allen at Highland Park. He is one ahead of Phil Danaher at twenty-six. And he is five ahead of the great Curtis Barbe uh, at 22. So the the answer was Randy Allen of Highland Park, and although he also was at Evelyn Wiley, I yes, for them. So he's got district championships from there. But that's neither here nor there. We do have a winner, and the winner is 
Andrew Christensen. Andrew Christensen. my dude. And so now, that's all just a ploy to get your address and phone number. Matt's stuff I'm, is coming. I'm kidding. <laughs> we, well, I've, I've, I've actually I've already got in the outgoing mail. So, Andrew, uh, we've got some coasters for you. Tomorrow, if you t- come in for the pre-show, we're going to do this again. We're going to do it until we run out of coasters. And then maybe I'll just order more coasters. Who knows? We're now a coaster podcast. We're a coaster podcast. Mm-hmm. Roller coasters and these coasters. Woo! That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasGoball.com. Thanks to Johnny Rowland, uh, the Mizzou legend and pride of Corpus Christi Miller, and to Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Big show tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.